0: Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze, discuss, and probe Star Trek For The Voyage Home one minute at a time. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I'm David Stoker. Hey, Dave. Hello. How are you, sir? I'm okay. You're okay. Well, hey, it's uh maybe this will make you feel better. It's Patreon week.
1: It is, yay! And,
0: uh, we're we're back with Kevin, uh, Kevin from Austin. Hey, Kevin. Hello. Kevin, happy welcome. to be back. Glad to have you back. Kevin is one of mm-hmm. our patrons. Uh, so uh, uh, glad to have you. Um, sure. We're here. We're back. We're talking about minute 114. We are very close to the end of the film. Mm. Uh, minute 114 starts with uh, Spock feeling fine.
2: Man. Uh, and the release of, of the tension. Like, what was the <laughs> message for his mother? And I had five bucks on thank you for the socks. Uh, they're very comfortable, but <laughs> I feel fine. Works, I guess.
1: Stand of my life, Mom!
2: I'm trying to think if somebody, asked, like, first of all, uh, we should have said this last minute, but that's a very, it's a leading question. Do you have a message for your mother? It's like, do you have a key line of dialogue for us yeah. <laughs> that will wrap up your character arc? Why, well, yes, I do. As
0: a matter of fact.
2: Yeah. Like if someone asked you, do you have a message for your mother? Like, I love you, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I Tell Ubia, Ubia. her I'll be home. Yeah. Film as I can. Right. I can't wait to see you at Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. Just a strange question for Sarah to ask, but I feel fine.
0: Uh, yes. And uh, before we get too much further, i are just going to say the minute ends uh, with Scotty bagging on the Excelsior. Uh, that's what Scotty <laughs> does. That's and all he does. Adults. He does not Damn. like that ship. Yeah. Um, but what is his
1: dislike of that ship?
2: He was skeptical of, uh, you know, if my grandmother had wheels it should be a wagon, he says earlier. Like, he's skeptical of the whole transwarp thing. Uh, and just, he, do- he doesn't he does like new tech. He likes stuff that he knows how it works, where he knows how to fix it. So, I, I get it. It's a, it's a relatable character trait.
0: Yeah, I wish we had seen more of that in Star Trek 3, of, you know, him having, you know, just having a re- lot of scenes of him having a real hard time being on the Excelsior, and you know, uh, maybe he's ultimately jealous and just doesn't want to admit it. Like, ah, oh, this really is a better ship than Enterprise.
2: Damn it, you know. But well, his sabotage of the Excelsior happens off-screen, which is too bad because there'd be a hilarious mm. scene of Scotty in the Jeffries tube trying to figure out, trying to orient himself, finding the right plug. He pulls the wrong one, and the the lights go out, and you know, it's a little comedy beat. <laughs> He pulls the, you know, he finally finds the the right one to yank. And the whole time through, he's muttering about the new technology and transwarp, this and that. And I I need that deleted scene on my DVD.
0: (laughs) All right. So we we talked about this last episode, right? Mm -hmm. About the uh, Spock's character arc. Yeah. And we were waiting for this answer. You know, what's your message for your mother? Tell her, I feel fine. Yeah. And so, boom. That's it. We now.
2: It's so <laughs> how good. do we all
0: feel? Do, do we all feel? I, was, Dave and I, have been talking about this for three movies now. About yeah. who Spock is. This is mm. Spock Five. This is right. We've seen so many iterations of him. Is is are we back to the Spock we know and love from the original series? Is this a? Is this you know uh, all new Spock or where does everybody stand on this?
2: It's a good point because he spends this whole movie being kind of loopy from, from the drugs and, you know, Mm. Uh, so yeah, I'm curious if even the pre Katra Spock would say, I feel fine to something or if he would be similarly, similarly flummoxed by the, the question. Uh, even, you know, even if that's the case, I think it's a nice wrap up of this movie where he, you know, he discovers the meaning of friendship. Oh, mm. and he, he discovers like he discovers how humans relate to each other a little bit you know, through observation, through participation. Right.
0: Yeah, I, that, I think you, you just you just hit on it. Like if 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 we had asked Spock from Wrath of Khan, you mm-hmm. know, how do you how do you feel? You know, would he have said, I feel fine, you know, would he have been at that moment, you know, he was probably at his, was he at his most, you know, human, human, was he his his most human in Wrath of Khan, or is he in his most, is he's most human now?
2: Yeah, I'm thinking back to that and thinking back to how he was in uh, the motion picture and to the extent that I saw the original series. He was always a bit more emotional than I remembered him being, you know, than you think it. Because I, I just think of Spock from three and four, you know, to just the super rigidly uh, mm. logical character. So, yeah, it's a valid question. I'm not sure I have a smart answer to it. No,
0: I like asking the questions too. I don't have an answer. I just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but <Good>. but it, <laughs>
2: here's something I literally don't know the answer to. You two talk about it.
0: I think. I think. I think my. F- favorite <laughs> it sounds dumb right my favorite spock i think is still spock in wrath of khan because mm-hmm. he's he's still very you know proper and you know stoic but he has, these, he has these wonderful moments of you know mr sulu you may indulge yourself and right uh, yeah. nobody's perfect savik you know he's got these the moments um i don't know it's i and obviously you know we lose him in in search for Spock, he's just not there. You just get this, you know, childlike Spock at the yeah. end.
2: Um, and and that, this, that yeah. has a nice wrap up too. the, your name is Jim, you know, which is something he was trying to drill right. into him in, in the movie right. prior. So yeah, it's man. Spock's got uh, two movies in a row, a nice little, like one liner, like an action movie, bad guys blow up. And he says, your name is Jim, bad guys blow up. And he says, I feel fine. You know, just good. <laughs> Boom, this is Spock, and this is where he's progressed to.
1: Well, I think, I think they've teased us, the last two movies, with, with that. So the last one, you know, you think he's okay. You know, your name is Jim. So everyone mm-hmm. gathers around, and yay, Spock is back. Mm-hmm. And then we get this movie where Jim, you know, Kirk is trying to convince him. He's like, we were friends. My name is Jim. You know, yeah, call me Jim. Exactly. And, and then we get here, and it's an, again, it's another tease, because back in Wrath of Khan, when you know kirk goes into spock's quarters and spock goes you're my commanding officer you're my friend and here we get you know i you know they are my friends and now you get i am fine so again it's another tease like yeah spock is back and you're like yay but then you get the next movie and you're like okay this is ridiculous like we've taken two steps forward and now we're taking two steps back again because there are things in that movie where spock still isn't 100 percent quote our Spock or Spock right. one Spock prime. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just feel like these endings have been teased to, to, to give us the, the cheer we want only to be slammed in the face of the next movie. Like, Oh, he's not, this is a different Spock. This is not him. This is not mm-hmm. our Spock.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm I'm most uh, worried about. Most looking forward to. I mean, I have not watched the final frontier in years, uh, and obviously we're, we're planning on covering that movie next Ooh, uh, Exciting, <laughs> hey, uh, for you maybe, but no. Uh, so, and, and also, you know, I have, I'm, I am, you know, undiscovered country. I'm a big fan of, but uh, I, I really just know, you know, I know the, I, it, I know the plot or, you know, I know the whole story and everything, but I, I, I'm looking forward to doing minute by minute for both of those films, specifically for Spock. Cause it, mm. I, cause I don't, I, my fear is, and my memory is, that we just we never get the Spock that we had in Motion Picture and Wrath of Khan. And that's... Right. Bums so, me out a little bit.
1: I, I agree with you, Chris, in that the next two movies we still don't get are, you know, Spock Prime. But I feel like in um, the reboot, the 2009 Star Trek, and his appearances in Next Generation are closer to that Spock prime than post Rathacon movie Spock. Hmm. I particularly loved his arc in the reunification episodes where he, with next generation, where he meets Picard and, you know, they talk about his father and um, that to me, you know, and the jokes he tells and stuff like that, to me, that's more our Spock. And then even in the 2009, the, you know, the little jokes, you know, and, you know, he, he talks about being emotional and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm compromised. I am emotionally compromised. I just saw my planet blow up. Right. And, right. you know, I, right. I feel like that's more something regular, you know, Prime Spock would say, not Spock
0: 2.0. Oh, I never, the Quinto Spock, I never, he's, he's definitely
2: an alternate universe Spock From right. I was like going to say, you got Prime, you got 2.0, you got alternate. Oh my God, lots of Spocks right. track now you here. Now you got Discovery Spock, you've got, Discovery
0: so here's, here, here's the thing, guys, do you think- Spock. <laughs> <laughs> the best fuck uh do you guys think and let's just pardon the tangent um so we know we are we've got uh at the time we're recording this uh picard season one is you know in flight we haven't seen everything yet um <clears throat> and you know i'm gonna just throw whatever spoilers up you know if you haven't watched picard yet which i don't know why you haven't um but we know that the events of Picard are related to the events of the 2009 reboot in the destruction of Romulus, right. right. In which Ambassador Spock, Leonard Nimoy, was involved. Do you think they're going to recast Spock again oh, yeah. and have a yeah. scene
2: with Picard? Do you think we will have uh, an old spock and picard hmm. scene somewhere oh, in the series man. so then that'd be like what the fourth i'm just turning into james bond here
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is in, in a bowl. way it is <laughs> i
2: uh-huh. do like how they tied that in i always find some satisfaction like as much as the prequels are terrible i like whenever the prequels get connected in some way to the newer switch over star wars here but i, I mm-hmm. like how it all just feels like part of the same universe. And I felt the same satisfaction whenever Picard mentioned the 2009 thing. And, you know, the, just the, the stitches that they make, uh, I thought was neat. I don't think we need, Oh God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now that you've brought it up, i I feel like the universe is going to manifest a, a yet another spot.
1: I, I'm, I'm hopeful that they don't. I, I like that you just sort of, you know, on a tangent, you've touched it. You said that this is sort of like related, but they're mm-hmm. not going to go, hopefully go down that road of, exposing a deeper connection just sort of mention it and say yeah the events that took place and they relate and everyone's like aha like it all it all connects it all fits together but you don't have to like put it in our face or get another actor to be spock to be like see it all connects or if they they do grand moff tarkin-esque you know leonard Nimoy spock i think that would be crazy
0: that would be
2: terrible.
0: <laughs> oh, now now I don't want this to happen. Oh forget I said it. Okay. okay yeah, so anyone let's... at
1: CBS who happens to be listening to
0: this, like <laughs> that don't use that idea. No, please don't. <laughs> um, although I was gonna, you know, I was gonna play the podcast game that everybody seems to love to do, which is, you know, hey, who would you cast as old Spock, right? But I don't want to do that because I'm terrible at that game.
2: Yeah, I'm not uh, good at that game at all. I, I have yeah, no idea like, uh, how to do it. Some some old actor, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, they should do you think- the CGI Moth Tarkin as Spock? <laughs> <laughs> Just take that CGI character, give him a, a pointy ears, <laughs> set him in front of our virtual camera.
0: Uh, all right, I so bringing bringing it back to the voyage home. I've lost track of where we are. Uh, <laughs> yes. So we're yeah we're at the they, beginning. At the up. beginning, yeah, we were, we're like in the, the first, first ten two seconds. seconds. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, okay, so As... we've we've, we've, we've kind of closed the arc. We've got to live long and prosper. Moments, great. Um, well, well,
1: but even before that, like okay. he said, he tells him Spock tells him he's like, you know, I feel fine, but Sarah gives him this this look, like, hmm, really? That's your response? You sure about that? Like, it, it, I don't know if it's uncertainty or I knew
2: it or. On, it's just a knowing look there. between the two of them. Oh yeah. There's a little like, huh, interesting. And I guess, I don't know. It's the look I might give whenever I feel like I'm being uh, asked to pass along an inside joke, you know, mm. like, I don't understand what you mean by that, but I'm not going yeah,
1: to that, that That's what it is. Yeah. It's like an inside joke that Sarek doesn't get
2: mm-hmm. right. Yeah.
0: Which,
1: okay. which, tec- which technically somebody. it
0: is. Yeah. Right. Technically it is. He doesn't, he's like, why, why am I telling your
2: mother that? Um, Maybe Spock is hoping he'll ask And he's like, nope, I'm not taking the bait
0: <laughs> See, I was, I was getting this test And the last question it asked me
2: was How do I no, feel? No, 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 I know, gotta I go My shuttle's, my shuttle's <laughs> waiting, I gotta go I know, but it probably seemed <laughs> weird and I wait? I... <laughs> uh, it, You know, you know I gotta run What's he gonna do
1: for the next hour? Because he tells him that uh, his shuttle <laughs> leaves in an hour What's he gonna do for the whole hour?
2: I mean, is he going out. to get lunch? Is he saying goodbye to people? He's going he's to the p- airport And he's gonna have a $12 beer <laughs> and uh, pick a hardback novel from the bookstore to buy. For exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, He's going to worry about missing the flight, even though the gate is right in front of him.
0: Yeah.
2: Just the same thing Yeah. Yeah. I've got a similar question in a few seconds. So,
0: we'll, uh, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. yeah so uh, as the, uh, you know, Kirk's been lounging right in, in the room, watch just watching them talk, like eavesdropping completely. Kick him back.
1: Yeah. And I, yeah. t- I find that totally weird.
0: That's pretty rude. <laughs> it's, that pretty he's like, rude.
1: It, it, it's not like he's in the back of the room either; like he's within well
2: earshot to be able to listen to their entire conversation. That's true. It wouldn't be weird of him to maybe join the conversation. I'll give them a minute, but not too much. I'll, I'll just be right here.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Spock, you know, Spock you now kind of turns around and starts you know, walking towards Kirk. And there's a, there's a moment there that I'm not quite, it looks like Spock wants to pause. Like, do you have something to say to me, captain? Or, right. uh, or are what we are just you, walking? or yeah, well, what are we doing? Are we, yeah, exactly. Are we, are we walking right now? Or are we talking? What, what's the plan? And, um, interesting. I it, yeah. I found I'm it interesting that,
2: right now. Yeah. Um, but of course, you know, oh, the, yeah. like the, are we coming or what are we doing? Yeah. And more of those Death Star floors, like I mentioned in the previous minute. Oh yeah, I mean, totally. You, oh. I need a little mouse droid to just skitter across right there, just as they leave the frame.
1: Well, yeah. I think the, I, and I think the fact that when Sarek turns around, and he has that big long cape. Yes, like that's totally nice like cape. a commander, a commander Krennic or Vader cape oh, going yeah. on there.
2: That's man. Part of what I love about Vulcans is how they're rigidly uh, logical, and yet they're like not afraid to be flashy in their fashion and design. And exactly, like they are a little show off. For- There's nothing more logical than a cape. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> All my rings and bracelets and gold and yeah, I gotta have the cape.
2: He's just sitting there at the airport waiting for his flight with the cape draped over the the bench, and the person person sitting behind him is trying to work get work done on their laptop and. Like being annoyed. All, all right. I, I mentioned uh, previously, I need a deleted scene of Scotty in the Jeffries Tuber Vixxel here. I yeah. also need a deleted scene of Sarek at the airport waiting <laughs> for his flight to <laughs> walk. He's re- <laughs> I think his, you've been her, joining us yeah. on
1: our so for this whole season, our journey has been rewriting this movie. There you go. So that's, that's definitely it. a scene I want in our movie, Chris. I yeah. want that scene in the
2: movie. <laughs> yep. It I would sit with like a robot chicken scenario
0: (laughs) uh all right so we cut to uh we cut to a beautiful shot of space dock i love space dock
2: Um, i love space dock so much i mean i was the right age to love an awesome space station but look at it it's so cool it has the the blue light and the enormity of it and it's gorgeous
0: yeah and it's you know uh, uh, for all the you know the 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 hollow enormity of it right there's you know there's a dozens of starships in there or whatever, but even like the, like there's like a city on top. We never get to see what's going on right. on top. Like what I want to see. They could have set a movie there, you know, maybe that's going to be another yeah new CBS spinoff is just like, you know, tales there from space go. dock.
2: CBS is doing their absolute best to throw as much content as of at us as they can. Uh, yeah. And it. It, it makes no logistical sense why you would have your starships park inside this, like at the beginning of the movie, All the starships are stuck there now. Why? Because the garage door won't open. And you might question the entire premise of the design of this thing. Uh, But that being said, even that I love. So
0: are we, uh, are we, is is this, are they, are are they implying right now with this exterior shot and the little shuttles heading towards space dock? Are they implying that Kirk and company are taking a shuttle up to space dock and not yeah, yeah up to space dock.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's always kind of weird. The occasions in which beaming is used and not used. Like you would think going from Starfleet headquarters to space dock, there would be this industrial grade, uh, transporter in constant use, you know? Yeah. But yeah. for some reason I, I get, all right, here's a, here's a point I want to make. Starfleet has a flair for the dramatic because they don't just tell them they're going to give them a new ship. They say, we're giving you a new ship and we're not telling you what it is. Get in this shuttle. And there's going to be a big reveal uh, where we're going to steer you around a ship that's not the actual ship. And then you'll see the actual ship. Like, whoa, Starfleet Like, is running a reality show. Yeah, they couldn't just beam in. No, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it'd be extra weird if they'd beamed straight onto the ship. So they would have had to beam onto a shuttle. And then, yeah, okay. Long story short, this makes the most sense.
0: I like the flair for dramatic. Now I want to see one of the admirals, you know, like, you know. Secretly watching them, like oh, wait till you see their faces; they're going to be so surprised. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man, everybody's on the Federation News Network, just watching a live feed of, of their faces. I think we are the people of the Federation now.
1: So, uh, I, I this has always bothered me a little bit. You know, they're in the shuttle. It's the it's the crew, the main crew, the you know, Scotty, Chekhov, or the whole gang. Why is Spock with them? Wait.
2: What? Wait. Why, why, why wouldn't I'm, Spock be
1: with them? I wouldn't well, be. Well, because Kirk is now captain.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He's
1: been busted down. So, oh, oh
0: Spock like is his... also
1: Spock is also a captain. I wouldn't see. he be a, Wouldn't he be assigned his own ship?
2: Did he bust himself down? Did he like take a pip off his uniform and throw it on the commissioner's desk and say, <laughs> <laughs> "Take my badge"? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, I, 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 I see your point.
1: I mean, and I get I were- it, you know, you're keeping the crew together, but if we're talking, you know, at the beginning of Wrath of Khan, Enterprise is, is Spock. Kirk has moved on, mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. he's been busted down. So, if I were to continue that scenario, the crew technically should go with Spock, and Kirk okay. should get a new
2: ship. Should get a new ship. Yeah, he, a he, should,
1: he should have a new crew, you know, new bunch of people. Because yeah. these are all technically Enterprise- I guess employees.
2: Yeah. I guess at the beginning of five, everybody's in their employees so at the beginning of five. Everybody's in their Just traditional stations. Right. Uh, it's at the beginning of six that Sulu has been promoted, which by the way, it's in this minute that he says I'm counting on Excelsior, which is an awesome, like,
1: yep. Oh yeah.
2: We, we don't get that payoff for them until the movie after this, that he actually get expresses admiration for the ship and then gets it. Yeah. It's a nice setup. I, what were we talking about?
0: <laughs> no, so is i would think so i would think part of, to answer dave's question you know uh spock has come back from the dead a few months ago and took a test to get back in the starfleet
2: I, i'm yep. guessing that the folks oh, at Starfleet was that like, his, are like was that his admission test
0: uh well i don't know if it was admission test but it was a starfleet test
2: yeah ah. just, just
0: testing him but uh-huh. i but i would think you know, if I was a, a higher up mucky muck and Starford, like, well, you know, Captain Spock was amazing, you know, before he died. Yeah. And now he's back and he was in McCoy's head for a while. And do we really want to give him a ship back? You know, maybe we should just like yeah, he might not hook him be. back up with Kirk for a while. <laughs> <laughs> just
2: well, test him like, out a little bit. This comes up in First Contact that they give Picard, you know, the Enterprise-E and then the Borg come up. And then rather than just sending Picard on shore leave to Risa... And handing the Enterprise-E to Riker, they're like, uh, hey, best ship in the Federation, why don't you go patrol the border or something? And, oh God, that makes no sense at all. They have to commit an act of insubordination to go join the fight. And sure enough, as soon as they join the fight, their shields hold and they're awesome and they're shown immediately in like three minutes how to destroy the Borg cube. It's ridiculous. Starfleet is not good at his personnel decisions. <laughs> I'm starting to question, just based on this line of thought, whether Sulu should even be a captain.
0: <laughs> like, well, you know, I, I, not that, you know, we could save that for Star Trek Six, but, you know, yeah. sulu, Sulu's sulu been a navigator his whole, or the helmsman, yeah. you know, his whole career. And when mm-hmm. did he make his jump to, like, you know, an XO and being a, you know, lieutenant commander and all? When did he do all that stuff between the yeah, we've never
2: groups. seen anybody report to him. He doesn't no, have no. a, he's not a division head or anything. No, exactly. Well, well Chekov, yeah. Chekov
1: branched off. So he, again, the whole line of thinking, he's, he should be also assigned another ship as well, because he was, he was the part of the
0: relying crew.
2: Mm hmm. Yep, that's so he's also, yeah, that's true. He was like an
0: XO or something there, or was he? I don't remember what his title yeah,
2: was. Yeah, he might have been. In typical Star Trek fashion, they sent the top two guys on the ship down on the away mission, so I think that would make him the XO. Do we Man, ever get to see? Do,
0: do we ever get to see an Admiral Uhura?
2: Do we, we ever see a Captain Uhura? Is she a captain? No, but you know, you know, we get.
0: I have so many of them. We've they've they got into next generation, right? We saw Admiral McCoy and the. You know, the series premiere, Scotty came back. I guess we never that's saw Chekhov true. again,
2: but we never um, saw. Boy. Chekhov well, showed up in a fan film. Uh, he actually right. played yes. his Chekhov in a fan film. I just read about it. I didn't see it. Uh, so there is not canonical, but there is evidence of old Chekhov. Uh, that's a good point. So Sulu and Uhura uh, are the, and I guess Kirk. Uh, are the the ones that never make it past a certain point we do see kirk die so that kind of cuts that one off yeah. what oh ne- never mind never mind <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know that would be a nice touch like you've seen in uh like a discovery uh, there's some you know some like um you know easter eggs okay where they reference old captains or um it would be nice if they do something in one of the future set uh uh, Star Trek series, where there's a reference to, say, Admiral Ahura, that would be cool yeah. to just get it. Like, yeah. oh, that's where she ended up. You know? Just somebody you never-
2: mentions that they went to the Ahura School at as far as the yeah. Starfleet headquarters. You know, she right. gets, she gets a building named after. Her. Yeah, right, yeah. They were a wing of the school or something.
1: Oh,
0: poor Chekhov and Ahura. Yeah. <laughs> so, were you guys? Uh, as tantalized as I at the two ships that we see inside a space dock with with absolutely no letter totally. designations at all. We're like, what are those ships? Um, the ones we uh, see on sort of the left
2: side there? Yeah, there's one. We you know, see... All right, so I'm, I'm 38 seconds for those following at home. Uh, the one on the far left is the Grissom, or it, yes. you know, not the Grissom, what? R.I.P. Grissom. But...
1: It's, it's that style, yes. It's that, that style oh, of ship.
2: Grissom okay. style yeah. of ship. And I, yeah, I guess the one at the bottom is just a straight up constitution class. I guess there there are some other classes it could be, uh, hey, good job of framing it in terms of this could be anything and we're just going to fly past it. That's good. They didn't have to make a new model. They just had to stick in the cell in the frame. And uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I, I love that stuff. I love the uh, glimpses that all the other ships that Federation has.
0: Yeah, me too. A good eye on the Grissom. I didn't like. What are you talking about the Grissom? But yeah, you're right. I didn't even. I didn't even pick up on it. It was the same style.
2: Yeah, it looks weird in this uh, the the framing of it.
1: Looks like it has a almost looks like it has a singular nacelle instead of two mm-hmm. on the sides. I like wonder almost... this
2: in Star Trek Three. Like, how do you get from the top part to the bottom part of the Grissom? Do you have to beam every single time? Or <laughs> it's a weird design. But yes, and I like the sight of the different shuttles too.
1: Yeah. The, so yeah, the two different shuttles are the the one they're riding in is called a travel pod. Travel pod. And the one that's flying like right in front of them is called an orbit shuttle.
2: And coming dangerously close, flying over them is, a, yes. is another one. It's really like skimming the tower. Are they, yeah. And are they following that? Uh, like are they, is the the oh,
0: one in front of them? Are in, they supposed to put be a pin be... in
2: that? Because yeah, I, I I wondered that. But let's talk about that in the next minute.
0: Oh, okay, sure, sure. I love yeah, saving yeah. stuff for the next minute. I do.
2: Uh, I had a <laughs> note here. So There's of things to talk
0: about, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a note. It was a nice touch on the uh, the original series theme. You see you here some notes of the original series theme in the background, mm. um, mm-hmm. which is a little bit of foreshadowing, I think, of uh, maybe right? what's to come.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the musical like I love the music in this movie. Generally, the the main theme is very Star Trekky, but also very original and it's very mm. memorable. Unlike you know so many. Sometimes as a game, I'll try to remember and just hum to myself the two thousand nine Star Trek theme, and I can't do it. It's just so <laughs> generic. Maybe it's just me, but it, to me, it's just so generically pompous summer movie theme and i have to listen to it every single time oh that's that's the court right yeah, yeah. Hmm. my only my only other comment here is the fact that sulu is hoping that they get excelsior implies that that captain with the stick must have gotten fired oh totally totally like, fired or he's or he's <laughs> hoping that they fired that guy yeah. Who was played as a, who, you know, was a papa's ass and was played as a pompous ass, but was just doing his job, right? I mean, he was, he didn't do it. Someone's going
0: Someone's got to take the fall though, right? Your ship, you know, sputters yes. out in the middle of a, you know, chase and he's got to take the,
2: yeah. he probably resigned you, you let,
0: disgrace.
2: Yeah, or something, took his stick and buried it in the sand. <laughs> Did you talk uh, about what that stick was? I forget. Oh,
0: I don't know if we did or not. I, you
2: know and what? I feel, like we, I feel like we didn't. Up <laughs> a, a, a baton, yeah. Like it had, but some it had like tech buttons on and stuff on it. Yeah, yeah. It's so we never saw it before or since. He just has this thing. Maybe it's a giant vape pen. Uh, just it. It's <laughs> an object of mysterious purpose. Uh, maybe it's a thing. Is a more serious answer. Maybe I mean since he is played as a pompous ass, maybe it's a thing that is not necessary but he just likes the ceremony of holding it.
1: Of like, holding it, yeah.
2: Yeah, and just carrying like, it around. Like his
1: royal scepter?
2: Right. Could it's you- meant to be that in the character, and so maybe it has some sort of, it's like a, an ID thing. He doesn't do the retinal scan. He does the, I will tap my royal scepter.
0: Do you, Do you, Are you implying then that, maybe all cat
2: like Kirk has one of those too. He just doesn't use it. Yeah. Just, they don't use it. It's old fashioned. It's ridiculous. People haven't used that for 200 years, but this idiot likes to cosplay. And so he gets this old scepter and he's like, no, I like the old ceremony, you know, it, I mean, earlier, like in star Trek two, somebody blows a, a whistle to announce yes. that the captain is on deck. So yep. they're not above, you know, trappings here and there. And this might be a trapping from like pre TOS. And that concludes our discussion of 50 minutes ago. Do you? Oh, that was the last movie.
0: That was the last (laughs) movie. It was so many minutes ago. Come on, man. So Uh,
1: um, I'm actually, as we're talking about it, I I was doing some uh, on-the-fly investigations. So Captain Styles, it says uh, the novel also revealed that Kirk and Styles once served together on the U.S. Farragut and developed a keen dislike for each other. He picked up his swagger stick from a Klingon that he beat in personal combat. Oh it's called a God. swagger stick. Oh. That's even
0: worse. That's, that's me. You're saying that that's a Klingon trapping? <laughs> it you says a swagger Klingon. stick was a short stick similar to a cane
1: or baton, often carried by high-ranking military officers.
2: Hmm. I feel like the swagger stick is a bit outside of the universe. <laughs> like That doesn't sound like that would really be the title in the but universe. That's,
0: but that's the kind of thing that Okay. Now that we know that, right. There's some kind of non-canonical tie. That's a, that's a cool thing that like the the writers to drop into the new series. That's going to show up in like discovery. You're going to see some Klingon walking around with
2: one of those on his hip. Oh my God, it's real. Oh, I mentioned before, I love, love, love anytime you can like stitch the universe together. And so yeah. anytime there's a reference, like uh, one of my annoyances with, uh, Star Trek is that they just always emit a new alien breed for every scenario and every uh, set piece instead of like, we're using some of the ones that we are, that we already know, you know? Sure. All right. I
0: want, I have one last note for this minute. Uh, I don't understand what McCoy is talking about. <laughs>
2: He he said the bureaucratic mentality is the only constant in the universe. and we will get a freighter. I thought we would spend half the episode just talking about that. It doesn't make (laughs) a lot of sense.
0: I I, I get he's being McCoy pessimistic. You know, they're just going to put us on a freighter, but his, his, his logic to get to there about bureaucratic, bureaucratic mentality is like, what what are they saying? They're all being busted back down to the beginning. He's Is that what saying a that thanks
2: does? to bureaucracy, they're going to get a crappy ship. Like that's, that's his overall point. And it fits his character to be skeptical, of, you know, that they would get a nice ship after, after all the stuff. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's just a strange way of putting it. Mm, I don't have sure. that much issue with it.
0: And But they're all seasoned veterans, right? They're, these are, how many times have they saved the world and saved, you know, <laughs> like they're not going to put you
2: on a freighter, man. I mean, he's just a very cynical man. Yeah. Is McCoy.
0: <laughs> yes. All right.
2: That's all I had for this one. That was my That's last one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, what about and, you? No, I'm good. And it's another cliffhanger minute. What is gonna happen? Where are they yeah. headed towards? Can't sure, wait to find out. Job.
1: So are we taking bets on what they get?
2: Oh man, I was gonna say the grissom, but they just flew past it, so <laughs> um Kevin before we before we go
0: I yes. one of the, you know as, as a guest we like to grill you on stuff and please um, um, uh, you know we're obviously we're talking about where you're you're guesting for the final kind of three minutes of mm-hmm. film uh, for Star Trek 4 but do you have any uh, is uh, do you have any favorite moment or favorite minute from from Star Trek 4
2: oh gosh I don't know about favorite minute I love the psychedelic fever dream that they have going to <laughs> I was just Like as a kid, I watched that and I was like, man, this is weird, uh, but cool. And when you watch things as a kid, sometimes you have this vague notion of like, oh, this might, this probably makes sense and I'm just not grokking it now. Uh, Like when my dog goes in a car ride, there's a lot of, you know, things going on uh, that are beyond her her understanding. And now I watch that psychedelic fever dream as an adult and I'm like, oh, no, this really is bizarre. (laughs) And everyone's heads morphing into each other. So, Just for sheer uh, memorability, I I would have to go uh, with that one. And I I also, I love Jillian as the crazy whale lady. Because how many times in Hollywood history have we had a crazy whale lady? (laughs) She's got no friends. She drops her entire life on a a dime. Oh, yeah. All of her whales. Incredible. (laughs) It's such a trope, the the whale lady. (laughs) The whale lady, you
0: know. Yeah. All right. go, Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say that uh, that's, uh, that's great. Um, uh, we've got, uh, you know, one more minute, uh, in this, in this week, We're hoping you can come back, Kevin and help us wrap it up. I hope so too. Let's see if I make it. All right. Good, good. <laughs> well, cool. Well then, uh, again, it's Patreon week. And if, uh, if you're not a patron already helping sponsor the show, uh, we'd love to invite you to, uh, To help out, Uh, so head over to StarTrekMinute.com and click the Become a Patron link. All the details are there. I'd love to have you do it. um, Join the party!
2: Yes. Oh my God! There's so much that we spend so so much of our money on, and then you you listen to a fun podcast. Just toss a couple of bucks out of the horse's mouth. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't ask for a better endorsement. My pleasure.
0: All right, we'll be back again then in a couple of days talking about minute 115 of the Voyage Home here at Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Bye bye. Goodbye.